morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Yoni Pollock, and I am your host on Wednesdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern right here on the Nahum Seagull Network, and it is season seven today. That's right, a new episode. We've been uh, encoring quite a bit over the summer. We are back for what's going to be a fantastic season here, on both on Bite Size and for the Nahum Seagull Network in general. You heard some pretty big, big news just, uh, what was it, about an hour or so ago on JM and AM, where Nahum announced that we are headed to South Africa in, uh, what is it, what's today, September uh, 5th, so in about a month and a half, South Africa for us. Um, there'll be plenty more information that you could find out more about on JM and AM and uh, other different shows. I will just say we are going to South Africa. I am pumped. I am excited. Um, and again, you will hear plenty more about it on JM and AM and other shows on this network. All right, let's talk a bit about, um, A, let's just get to the elephant in the room, my voice. And, and obviously we start a whole new season, right? My summer it's great. Voice is strong, booming. Then all of a sudden, we start the season, and this is how you hear me. The truth is, it's it's not a cold. It's uh, it's a wedding, and uh, I've told you many times before. I love weddings. Uh, I enjoy them a lot, a lot, and I take my role at weddings <laughs> very seriously. Um, and I like to get into it. So sometimes, and actually, I should say almost every time, it means that for the next two, three, four days after a wedding, this is what my voice sounds like. Um, this wedding was a, a good friend of mine. It was in Detroit. So, uh, I was able to make it to Detroit for the first time in my life. And I'd say odds are, and this is not a knock on Detroit. It's just odds are I probably won't end up there again. <laughs> you know, um, interesting city. You know, I had a chance to kind of go check out a few different places. Obviously went putt putt because isn't that what everyone does when they go to a new city? They have to check out the golf course there. The mini golf course that is. Um, I actually had a good time. I, I, you know, I'm familiar with Pier 25 here in New York City. For those of you that don't know, there is some great mini golf there and just some fantastic views, especially closer to nighttime. Um, but the golf course at, at Royal Oak in Detroit so far is probably my favorite mini golf. It was just, you know, other than the whole, the, the first hole, the other 17 challenging holes. And there wasn't that, uh, you know, windmill trying to get it through under the tunnel, but just challenging holes throughout. Um, suffered a lot in my first, and you know, the front nine, I just, I, I couldn't get my stroke there. My putting game was off, but really I had two hole-in-ones in the back end, consecutive holes, um, a lot of two shots. Uh, my putting game was strong in the back end, but it could not, you know, I finished in third in our group of six. Tied for third, I should say, but um, it was rough early, but but pulled through at the end, but a great golf course. And again, Detroit, you know, good time. Um, I will say one thing about Detroit. It is impossible to find Uber drivers and Lyft drivers at almost any time. We had um, a wedding, obviously, on Sunday, and I just couldn't. You know, it, it took us 20 minutes. It took us, you know, about two minutes to get an Uber, and then that person was 10, 15 minutes away, and then, you know, he he just totally overshot us twice, and I said, forget it, canceled. My friend got another one 10 minutes later. I tried to be at the wedding 10 minutes early. We ended up there 10 minutes late. All right. It happens. Um, 4.30 in the morning, it took us about 20 minutes to get an Uber to come, and that Uber was about 15 minutes away. 
Um, so, I mean, you're spoiled, I guess, when you're in New York, where where you're never three, four, five minutes away from any Uber, Lyft, or whatever car service company. But in a city like Detroit, you know, it took us 20 minutes also from the wedding just to get an Uber. Um, so I guess that's my uh, note about Detroit. Yeah, so I apologize again for the voice. Um, it kind of is what it is. And uh, hopefully next time we are on air here on Bite Size. I will have a stronger voice, but the truth is, you know, over the next like few weeks, the way the the, the Chagim schedule work out, um, you know, I don't think I'm on air next week because it's it's the day after Rosh Hashanah, and for Rosh Hashanah I'll be in Boston, and then the next week it's Yom Kippur, and then the next week it's already Cholamoy Tzukas, and then the next week um, is the day after Sukkot where I will be. Uh, the truth is, you know, I might have a show that day after Simchas Torah. Um, I don't want to say for sure, but I might because I will be in New York. I will be in Washington Heights. I will be at the Shank Shul in Washington Heights where uh, some people refer to me as president. I call myself just a regular Pasha Jew in a shul just, you know, happens to be. I make the announcements at the end. All right. Um, well, there's actually a funny note about that just because, I mean, not about being president, which I will probably talk about more on other shows, but um, right, you know, a different show this season, but... Um, you know, at the wedding, everyone's like, yo, you, you have a radio show, like you should have a strong voice. And I said, actually, it's on the contrary. Like, I, I, and a, on a radio show, and what I'm doing right now is I'm not, you know, doing much projecting. I'm not yelling. I'm just talking into a mic. I'm only talking into this little, I mean, you can't see it, but it's a black mic about literally an inch from my mouth. I don't have to do much yelling. At a wedding, you know, you want someone strong and loud. It's not going to be a radio personality. I said, however, because I am a president, where I have to make announcements in a large shul. That actually is the skill set you're probably looking for. So it's actually kind of funny. I have two different roles. Um, one of them, you know, brings out one skill set of my talking and another one, another skill set from my speech. So um, I just, I, I found that very interesting over this weekend. So yeah, anyway, we're gonna not going to have so many shows over the next month. Um, and by the time I am back on air October, it's, it's, you know, this is New York. It could already be the start of the winter, which means a cold might may be coming. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I might have this voice again. So who knows? Um, and, and the truth is Simchas Torah, you know, I'm probably going to be heavily involved. I might end up with this voice next Wednesday. So no promises. The next time you hear me, I may sound the same. I may sound worse. I may sound better. The point is, um, I apologize for my voice today, but it is. What it is. All right, let me tell you what you could listen to this this week. We have a lot of great music um, over the course of the summer. We've had some new songs. Um, I told you last year the way we do our songs here is is I prepare it usually by Monday or Tuesday. So I know, you know, over the course of today we'll have comments saying, please play this, please play that. Unfortunately, um, it's already all in a playlist because I, I have to prepare for this show earlier. There's a lot that goes on. 9 to 5. Really, the truth is there's a lot that goes on from 12 to 12. You're right, 12 a.m. to 12 a.m. the next day here at the Nachum Single Network. Um, but in order so I could do other work during the show and not focus on playing a, a different song every single, you know, three, four minutes, um, I kind of put in a playlist and I have it ready to go and it goes for 45 minutes. And I mean, I'm still right behind the board and I'm, and I'm seeing your comments. Um, but I'm focused on other work here. So uh, the playlist has already been set for today. Um, it's a lot of the great music you're used to hearing, maybe some new stuff as well. And um, at 10 a.m., we will have the third season of Tova Talks continues with Tova Knecht as she interviews Yehuda Goldberg and Rabbi Shlomo Chen from Torah Tech. 
an exciting new interview to kick off her, again, third season from Tova Talks, and we'll hear more from her at 10 a.m. And then the segment that has no name with Miriam L. Wallach, which we did last year, will continue this year. However, it will not start today. Uh, but we, you know we will have plenty to talk about towards the end of every show whenever she joins us on Bite Size. And the usual contributor is Joanna Shepson. will be back this year. Um, we'll probably hear from Leo Zamek, maybe some new personalities, maybe some older personalities. Um, but this is the third season of Bite Size. So uh, I'm excited. I'm grateful for both Miriam and Nachum for allowing me to do the show on Wednesdays, gracing the airwaves here at the Nachum Single Network. And I thank you, the listeners, for continuing to uh, support me, support this show with our great numbers. Because uh, if the ratings are down, then, you know, maybe I'm not back next year, but the ratings continue to rise. So, again, I thank you, the listeners. And we start off things on Wednesdays on Bite Size with one thing and one thing only. We did it last year. We did it the year before. We're doing it this year because it's a great day, and it's always a great time here. So let's celebrate with Mahapecha, Shel Simchan, a Bite Size, new season seven, new Bite Size, right here at the Nachum Siegel Network. שמעתי שעושים פה מסיבה בלעדיי אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני תשים את הצרות מאחוריי אני לא הולך עד שכולכם מג'נונים שמעתי שהתחלתם בלעדיי אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני הראש כבר מסתובב כולם בהיי לא נעצור עד שכולכם מג'נונים
מרגישים שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עד שנה? התקרנו יום? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי אמונה. לפעמים מרגישים שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עוד שנה? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך. יש לי, יש לי אמונה אני מאמין בניסים אני יודע שיש אלוקים והוא בורא עולם הכוח של כולם שומע את קולי אני מאמין בניסים אני יודע שיש אלוקים והוא בורא עולם הכוח של כולם, ישלח לי את הנס, ישלח לי את הנס שלי, יאללה! קומאדיווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
your hands say thank you smile get them up put them up leave them up ha ha yeah yeah pump up the value every day stand in place heart racing no words to say pressure building trying to hold my face mind's drifting like not today wake up from everything break out your shell and scream ha shim you're the king ha shim you're the king Hashem Alach, Hashem I wanna get up and 
in a shim with all of our soul. The creeper is fighting, we know. We raging a war, we won't let him go. Even if the world don't turn, the fire will burn. The H me, a core burn, some sacrifice. Yeah, put H on me, we clapping loud, screaming loud. We're gonna take the crown, bring it back straight to the king. Then we bow, now who complete? Yep. Pick up a mix for lay down the hate. All I'm a bar, all I'm a say. The feeling is great, what we can say. Praise our shit, his name is great. Like the shine upon your crown Yeah, we're up so high In the midnight sky And we'll never come back down
שים את הצרות מאחוריי, הלא לחד שכולכם אשנונים. היי, שמעתי שהתחלתם בלעדיי, אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני. היי, הראש כבר מסתובב, כולם בהיי, לא נעצור עד שכולכם אשנונים. קשה לשיר כמו יואלי, 
להתעורר בבוקר, להיכנס לכושר, שחיתות בכל שבועיים, פיגוע כל יומיים. טוב, דיברנו מספיק, כפינו תודה. עכשיו נחזור אחורה אל הבסיס, זמן לומר תודה. תודה על הרוח, שאין לי זמן לנוח. תודה על התיקון, על המהות. תודה על היהדות. אין לנו זכות בכלל להתלונן, הכל פוחם סבבה ברוך השם כי החיים שלנו תותים, החיים שלנו תותים, החיים שלנו תותים, החיים שלנו Size ending hour number one, start of hour number two here, and it's time for the premiere of Tova Talk season three with Tova Connect as she interviews Yehuda Goldberg and Rabbi Shlomo Chen from Torah Tech. I will leave it to Tova right here, right now on Bite Size at the Nachum Siegel Network. 
Thank you, Yoni. I am so excited to start my third season of Tova Talks Interviews with um, none other but Yehuda Goldberg and Rabbi Shlomo Chen of Torah Tech. And uh, you are going to be uh, blown away by what they're doing here in the middle of central Israel and Tel Aviv. Let's welcome them to the show. Welcome, welcome guys. Hi, thank you for thank having you us. Okay, so who's going to start and tell us a little bit about, let's hear a little bit about yourselves, how you even got to Israel. You both have very different stories, but somehow you are in the same room right now. So you had to have found each other somehow. Can you go first? Sure. My name is Yehuda Goldberg, uh, born and raised in Passaic, New Jersey. I uh, found myself after college looking for meaning in where I was going to live and where I was going to raise my children. And I was lucky enough through some crazy Ashkacha Pratit to meet my wife, who is a native Israeli. And I found myself moving to Israel, joining the army, and then eventually moving to Tel Aviv and working with an amazing organization called the Ami Israel Foundation to help raise uh, awareness to, of, Jew, of Jewish Orthodox religious life here in Tel Aviv. And uh, over the past 10 years, I've been unbelievably blessed to meet some amazing people doing amazing things and to take part in that, which has eventually brought us to this point where uh, we're now bringing you know, the next generation to Israel to show them the uh, amazing parts of the uh, technology side and all the business and the epicenter of, of uh, technology here. And also to uh, understand that the religious aspects of it go hand in hand with it. So you came to Israel, you didn't just sit aside, you didn't let life just happen to you, you really made life happen, you took charge, and uh, that's, I, you said, you know, you, you know, you're successful, but I really think that part of it is you, you know, people move to Israel and a lot of times they, you know, sit on the sideline and wait for things to happen, but you really, I think, from that, you learn, you know, Yehuda Goldberg didn't just come here and wait for things to happen, he really is a go-getter and... Uh, Got to be proactive. You have to be very proactive. Have to be proactive. Yeah. Impact. You have to make impact. Okay, so you gave us a little bit of a hint into what Torah Tech is. Before we get there, let's first meet Rabbi Shlomo Chen. You are the rabbi of Torah Tech. What's your story? Um, so my parents dragged me to here when I was three. Oh no. <laughs> no, I was a flaming Zionist that came with flags. I was like running off the plane. Okay. Um, but since I, I was born in New York, grew up in Bell Harbor. Philadelphia for a year, and then my parents moved back to Israel. That was always the plan. Um, grew up in Petah Tikva my whole life. Uh, went to Hezder Yeshiva Army. was in, in paratroopers. And wow. Tzanchan. At Tzanchan. My son is vying to be at Tzanchan. It's that or Tayas. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, yeah. Tzanchan is much better. Um, a little biased. Very biased. <laughs> but uh, uh, when I finished the Army, when I was going back to Yeshiva, uh, there was a, a gap in my soul where I felt I've been serving my, my country and my nation for, uh, for so long and I was willing to die for my country, now how can I live for it? And that's when I decided to become an educator. Yeah. Uh, and I met my wife, we got married, we moved to Jerusalem, my wife's a doctor, so she was learning in the Hebrew, so we moved to there. Uh -huh. um, and then I came to Tel Aviv 10 years ago because as my belief goes is that uh, we need to create a nation that is united, a nation that's a family, because that's what the Jewish people is. We're not a race, we're not of a... We're, we're a family. family. And the problem is, is that you see the extreme starting to become even more extreme. 
and there are no bridges that are actually creating that gap, filling that gap. Right. So I came to Tel Aviv 10 years ago with one goal, to bring Judaism in its pure essence so people understand that there's no politics involved and everything they see on the media is not real. And you can actually be Jewish and you can enjoy a Shabbos table. And you can be righty, righty, lefty, secular, religious, Haredi, Hasidish. You can enjoy the same meal and sit together and talk and argue and still be fine with it and yeah. still be friends. So that's what I've been doing in Tel Aviv for 10 years. Uh, hosting Shabbat meals had over a thousand two hundred people uh, in a year wow. in my house. Um, Who does the cooking? I do. <laughs> he does. I do. Master chef, no joke. Um, cool. Wow. But and uh, and I've been teaching in offices. Been going to Google, KPMG, Citibank, the big offices, discount bank. Going morning, afternoon, night, whenever they would take me, and just coming and saying, "I'm coming to teach wisdom for life." It's Jewish wisdom for life, but I'm not trying to make an interview from. I'm not trying to force you anything. Yeah. Let's just learn partial. Let's learn Pirkei Avot. Let's learn Mesilat Yisrael. Let's learn Hilchot Shabbos. Yeah. So I've had over the years tens of office classes that were weekly or once a month around the Chagim. Different offices wanted different things. I've had uh, consistently chavrutot with CEOs, C-level people that totally secular, but want to sit and learn. They devote the hour a week to come and sit and learn, and I would come to their office. Yeah. And I'm a life coach also. So a lot of them, that's how I met them, because they would take me as their life coach. Uh-huh. And I would tell them, I'm also a rabbi on the side, um, and I want you spiritually to grow. And I think that by spiritually growing, doesn't mean uh, uh, what we like defining spiritually growing is growing payas and sits us out and keep up. But yeah. it's, it's more the connection. Exactly. It's becoming connected more. I think you'll become a more successful businessman. I never said that I'm a business coach. Um, and I saw wow. how success came throughout these years and how they became happier people and they became more fulfilled and they reached the full potential. And that's, that was the beginning of what, where Torah Tech started in my heart because I thought, how can I bring this to guys they're not 40 and 50, but people that are just starting their life right, and that they them. live their life the right way and they wow. uh, reach a full potential. And the beginning of Torah Tech was Yehuda and I have been friends almost for 10 years already. Wow. Uh, we were both hosting families here in Tel Aviv, both very involved in Jewish life and creating White City Shabbat and, and the inter- TLV International Salons and all the stuff that we do for the general community in Tel Aviv. And we were on our way back, back from Sudas Lishit or Onik Shabbat. What was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. It was one of those. One of those. We were walking back from Shul. And Yehuda said to me two years ago, it was Mamash two years ago, he said to me, I really love high tech because it gives you good money, but my neshama is lost. Like, I need something for my neshama. So I threw out the idea of, I didn't call it Torah tech then. I said, why don't we start a program that actually brings guys to here and they learn to live a healthy balance between life and, and like business and life, business and Torah. And business bridging and, it. Exactly. Yeah. But li- so for so many years, and I think it's the last 50, 60, 70 years, um, I think part of Rav Soloveitchik's message was you can do both. You can be a brilliant uh, uh, a scholar and also be a huge Talmud Chacham. You can be a rabbi. And somewhere in the last, maybe it's 30 years, we've turned it into an either-or game. No. Or I'm a yeshiva boy and I sit and I learn and I'll be supported by the business guy. Or I'm a business guy and I have to support the, like we created a Zvulun Yisachar agreement. Uh-huh. And I really think that either or is no more. It's not just a slogan that we use in Torah Tech, but I really think that's a lie because we have so many huge businessmen that are also big Talmud and that are also very involved in Jewish life, teaching, writing books, and that's what we need to create. Jewish people was always that. We were always working people that were also very learned so and very. To get back to it. Yes. And I'm 
completely impressed with the two of you that you really found each other to create this. And, you know, I walked in here and I saw th they're real, they're guys. You got, you know, two years ago, you said it was a dream two years ago. And two years later, you have a whole room full of guys that uh, really, you Stop, know. Stop, I'm going to cry. Really? <laughs> no, they, re they believe your message. So um, let's talk about that message. So Torah Tech is basically a, a year uh, we don't like calling it a gap year because we don't believe it's a gap, it's an opportunity. Oh. Um, but it's a year in Israel where we want guys to l get the tools to live a firm and successful life, where they go hand in hand. So whether it's conferences, uh, meeting big Talmidei Chachamim, having a Beit Midrash t uh, t two days a week, and three days a week, the basic of it is two days a week they're in Beit Midrash, full Beit Midrash, where in the mornings they learn with me. We learn different subjects in business, like business ethics and social responsibility and rebeat and tzedakah and ma'iser and how are you a healthy Jew in Limut Torah, like how am I connected? And they're also getting tools to how to learn, not just, they're not going to finish a whole Gemara here. I, I told the parents this, I told them that. Yeah. You're not going to take Masachet Brachot and finish it from beginning to end. That's not who we are. But you will learn how to learn. Right. So for the rest of your life, you'll be able to learn. Because that's how my Rosh Yeshiva told me you become a Talmud Chacham. It's not by sitting in Yeshiva for three years or four years or five years. It's by every day of your life devoting half an hour, an hour, sitting and learning. And then you finish a lot. Like he told me when I left Yeshiva, he said, learn a parak of Tanakh every day. I finished Tanakh already eight times since. Wow. Because every day I learn a parak of Tanakh. And so now in hindsight, I can say it's really, it wasn't easy when I started. But now I can say, wow. Some prakim are really long. Right. <laughs> and some are very short. But being consistent that every single day you learn one parak. Yeah. Sometimes, oh, I'll just learn another one. I know Yoshua, so well, let me just run through it. Yeah. But being consistent, it's lowering the flames and having them for a longer time. And that's something yeah. that is very hard, but it's very true. So that's the tools in the Torah. The second half of those two days of Mondays and Wednesdays that they learn in the morning, uh, we have businessmen from Tel Aviv that are from businessmen that are coming to teach them. You're but, in the epicenter of the business right. you know, we, world of Israel. And we have incredible uh, young men that are very successful in business, and they're also teachers in heart, and yeah. they ha they're filled with so much Torah that they want to give it out. So they're going to come and devote their time yeah. for these guys, teach them, whether it's Jewish philosophy, Jewish history, uh, Ramba, whatever it is, the different topics that they have, tefillah, different things like that, that is coming from a businessman. It's much better yeah. to learn it from a business guy than a rabbi with a beard. I'm scary. They get the dugma ishi. They right. get to see that this is a guy who a wakes up every morning yeah. or early, goes to davening, goes does a morning seder, and then goes to run a God knows how much money fund over on Rothschild Avenue, yeah. and then comes back for mincha, or has a mincha in his office, yeah. and then goes, you know, and that that's the... And three days a week, they intern in high-tech companies. We wake up in the morning, we have davening, we do a short seder of 45 minutes, again, to teach them how that you do learn you can find time for it, the same way you find time for gym or for anything else. Well, this is very good that you're a life coach. You're really teaching them life lessons. That's... That's, That's the point of it, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, after 45 minutes of Seder, they go off to their internships, where the goal is that they come back at night with all their challenges. Wow. It was difficult at work. Uh, this and this deal my boss wants to do, is that allowed? Is it not allowed? Uh, they're using uh, meat and dairy for their microwave. How do I caution their microwave? How can I use it? Like different questions that many times from Jews get, but yeah. they don't know who to ask or they're too embarrassed to ask. And these guys are going to get these tools they want in their life. So wow. it's going to be natural for them. So the guys that are coming, what's the target demographic of the, of the people that are coming here? Who are the guys that you're uh, reaching out to? So we found an amazing group 
an amazing demographic, as you said, of uh, guys that have gone to modern Orthodox yeshivas, Orthodox yeshivas. Um, they have the basics, but they don't know where to take it moving forward. They're not interested in sitting to learn 10 hours a day in yeshiva, and there really is no other option for that. It's either you go to an Orthodox program or you go to a non-religious program, you know? Right. And we felt that uh, there needed to be a middle ground where these guys can come, they can sit, they can do what they're capable of doing, and they can reach their own personal potential, um, their own individual potential, and uh, we can help them get there. And the way that they're the the push and the drive that's giving them is that they can do that along with gaining critical amazing experience at companies that you know fit within the uh you know what it is that their focus of study is going to be whether it be engineering whether it be computer science whether it be videography all these things fit into one way or another a high-tech company that is sitting you know, a stone throw away from here. And when they go ahead and they do that and they mix the two together, that's really where we see, you know, the growth. It's also important to note that um, while we are called Torah Tech because of where we are and what we do, uh, we also have jobs, internships available that involved audio audio engineering, photography, as I mentioned, medical. Uh, medical. We have a guy who's working in Ichilov Hospital, working with a group that's trying to cure cancer. Um, so, you know, we're, we're really looking for motivated guys that want to make an impact in the world and that, in themselves and in themselves. Fantastic. And the guy, I would add two things. One is that we see that our guys are motivated guys. A person that thinks that he's coming to party in Tel Aviv because it's Tel Aviv. We've had over a dozen of guys that asked us straight out, said, can I go clubbing Thursday night? And the answer was no. You could in a different no, program. It sounds like a very serious place. This is not a, it doesn't seem like it's, a... And that was my next point, is our, the theme that uh, combines everything, the Torah learning and the internships is professionalism. Yeah. You wake up to Davin because you have 10 friends with you and you need to be part of that minion. And to be a professional, you show up on time. Yeah. You don't show up at 9, 10, you show up at 9 because your right. boss will be waiting. Right. Hashem is also a boss. Uh, we're not trying to take the spirit out of Hashem. It's just to teach these guys in the young age is how to responsibility. respect. Responsibility. How to respect, yeah. how to talk to people, how to present yourself. How do you stand in front of someone? How do you talk? We're going to have shark tanks, but they're going to have to present a project. Right. Learn, learn that self-confidence to stand in front of a, a group and talk. They're and literally present. learning how to um, fit into society, like intern into life, really. Yep. That That's is exactly incredible. That. So uh, besides the you know, internship and the meeting all the different uh, business people and the learning, um, we're, we are in Israel, you know, so obviously there should, there, I'm sure they're getting a love of Israel also. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, do you have um, trips planned? Like, do they, do they have yes. experiences like that? So we, we have trips like all the programs. Uh, I might be arrogant to say even better, but uh, because we basically created two paths of trips. We want we called it the paths of the of our forefathers, nice. where we're going to go to the places where David Melech fought Goliath and see it and live. We're going to go to the caves of the Maccabim and we're going to learn Tanakh while we're learning while, while we're standing right there to see where it came alive, to see where Avraham Avinu walked, to see where Eliyahu Navi had the battle with the four hundred uh, Nevi'ah Baal. To bring those things alive, because Eretz Israel is not just a beautiful place, but it's also with a lot of soul in it it's and a lot of filled with history. Exactly. Also. So uh, we're, we're going to go to wow. Beit Sharim to learn about Rabbi Udanasi, the president of Israel. Why did he sign the Mishnah? Where did he do it? All to see it live. That's the first path. Okay. And then we have the fun path, where it's <laughs> basically it's I would call it modern day history, but it's also 
fun. It's to yeah. go to the Golan, to see where the modern day battles happen, Shashtayamim, uh, Yom Kippur, yeah. how we protected our lands. What age these guys were, they were young men that came and loved their land. Teach them love of land. Of course, we're going to go kayaking, paintballing, all the fun stuff that we can do. Because we want them to have a great time, but we want them to, to also appreciate. Right. Even yep. if they go home, I want them to know that this is home and that they have to be part of society, no matter what. Whether yeah. it's Eretz Yisrael or Chutz Laaretz, we all have to be committed and active, uh, active people in our society. That's yeah. Being in Tel Aviv, we also make a point to take them to all the conventions that are going on, all the high-tech conventions. They get to see some of the most amazing tech that's in the world right now firsthand. Yeah. Yesterday, we took them to a VC's office to speak to... What did he say? It was a $50 million fund. Explain to them how they make their investments, what kind of companies they invest in, what Israel's strengths are. Wow. So uh, I'm completely blown away. And I'm sure that everybody listening right now also is like, one second, that sounds like it's a fantastic place for my son. And uh, how can they reach out to you? How can they find you? They can find us through our website at www.toratech.co, not .com, .co. Okay. And uh, our phone number's there, our yeah. email's there. Well, the there. links will be on the Facebook everything's post on, also. Everything's Fantastic. on the website. So let me ask you guys more of a personal question now. You know, you said, I asked you about trips, you know, and you both live in Israel. You both chose, I mean, you you said dragged, but okay. You chose to stay, <laughs> you chose to stay here. Um, so after living here most of your lives, um, you know, I'm sure you want to show the guys your favorite places in Israel. So if I ask both of you, do you have an Israel-happy place? Um, what would be your Israel happy place? Wow, that's a good question. That's a very good question. Okay. Might might sound a little lame, but I like being right here. There's always something to do. Such a lively city. There's so many young people, so many children even for the kids, young families moving in. So you're saying for Aliyah, even people should think about Tel Aviv. People don't usually think I think, think people are thinking of Tel Aviv. You'd be so surprised how many young Orthodox Americans are moving to Tel Aviv, getting the high-tech job of their dream, being able to live in Israel. Yeah. Come from community, from have community. a big midrash, have everything that they need, exactly yeah. like in New York and Tiago. The beach doesn't hurt. <sighs> they have a chof on a here. <laughs> we were already there. Oh, wow. oh okay, good. Yeah. yeah. You can have everything you can have that you everything. want here. Okay, so that was... It's uh, very interesting to yeah. note that... Um, Central Israel is the most densely populated place in the world of Jews. Yeah. I believe there's half half a million Jews that live between what Herzliya and Yavne. Yeah, it's more than half a million. It's like 550,000. Wow. So <clears throat> there's every type of Jew that has ever existed living in this area. So everybody can find their own every, niche. Everybody can find their place. Everybody can be comfortable within their Judaism, within who they are. Yeah. It's a lot of what we preach. Yeah, so I have to agree with that, that I, Tel Aviv is definitely one of my favorite places, because I also think we leave, most of the time, we leave politics outside of Tel Aviv. All the politics that many times happen in, in very religious cities, like Jerusalem, I don't know, in America how it goes, or, but Jerusalem, and there's, there's always the politics of, what shul are you at in, in Tel Aviv? It's like, somehow, that legend of Shenkin, of the Hasidic Gur with the hippies and all that that goes together, it works in Tel Aviv. Yeah. And there is no judgment, and there is no battles over what. what it's like. Don't you love that? I Where do. There's no judgment. We're all one nation. Yeah. Everybody, I know. And we can I get along. That. And of course, yeah, sometimes uh, uh, there'll be all kind of uh, uh, disagreements. But the Jewish politics don't exist here. 
and yeah. it allows you to be Jewish. It allows you, even when I teach Torah here, it's like so much more pure. I don't have to get into the, the thumbs and the machloket and the, who said that. It's like just teaching it pure. It's yeah. taking it and, wow, this is wisdom, and that's it. So Beautiful. that would definitely be one of my favorite places. My other favorite place, but it's, I'm biased, because, as I said, Beit Sharim, is because through Beit Sharim and Sipori, my grandfather taught me the love of Eretz Yisrael. Because my grandfather is a tour guide. When he did Aliyah in 68, wow. he decided to, at some point to drop everything and become a tour guide of Israel. Wow. And he took all his grandchildren and even his great-grandchildren until today all around Israel. And none of us ha- have, are part of his family without going to Beit Sharim and Sipori. And lo- learning about that era of writing the Oral Torah and how important it was to revive it, even though we were j- our, our temple was just destroyed. But look what we're still building, and look how we're pushing forward, and how we're creating. I think that's very similar to what we have today. We were just destroyed 70 years ago, yeah. but Am Yisrael stood up, picked up everything. We're we're the most lively and successful that Israel has ever been. So almost Shlomo Amelot days, not yet, but almost. So I'm almost a little bit um, jealous of what these guys are going to have, what type of year they're going to have. So, and I think everybody should listening be. should be right. <laughs> well, hopefully, maybe you'll include. Uh, there's a shook tour There's a shook involved tour for sure. Somehow we're gonna Definitely. have to work that out. Um, There's also a woman's uh, Torah tech in the plan. Yeah, someday. it's not yeah. just for boys. We're working already on a girls' school. They deserve it a lot more so than guys, the boys in a lot of cases. So you guys have a, a real for sure. You know, a focus. What's going? What's going to happen? Where we this have is to tra- go? transform how education goes today. This that's definitely part I, of this. You guys, you're heading it. I am completely. Uh, I'm sure that it's going to be amazing. Okay, so now after hearing everything that you said, I'm going to be I'm completely jealous about what type of year these guys are going to have. Um, and I think everybody listening is also like, one second, I'm a little bit jealous also. I want to have this type of year. So I think that everybody should right now, you know, so they're, after they finish listening to this interview, they're going to go to their Facebook page because I think that you're going to have a very active Facebook page also. Oh, yeah. It's already active. It's already very active. <laughs> so I'm saying that we're going to make it much more active and everybody could follow along this journey and then everybody could share it and let, you know, any guy that they think uh, is suitable for this type of program. Facebook.com forward slash Torah Tech TLV. Amazing. So I wish you k- tremendous Hatzlacha to you guys and to all the students that are here. And um, really completely impressed. Should thank you all. so much, thank Tova. You, so much. you rock. Thank you, Tova. And thank you, Yehuda Goldberg and Rabbi Shlomo Chen from Torah Tech. And I am so excited. I, I reached out to Tova. Um, you know, last week to kind of tell her, you know, and, and, and over the course of the summer, you know, we want you back. Tova Talks has been great. People talk about it, the comments we get about it, the comments she gets about it. Um, so we're, we are excited, and I know she's excited to continue Torah Talks this season. And um, you could reach out to Tova, Tova Connect on Facebook, Tova in Israel on Facebook as well, Tova in Israel on Instagram. Um, if you follow her Instagram, which I've been doing, of course, I mean, for, for already years now, um, but also this past summer, first of all, all I, and I say this each and every every time pretty much we're on air, all the cool things, all the cool stories, all the inspirational stories and motivational stories from, from just random, you know, walks in the shook or bus rides, whatever it is. Um, those pick-me-ups, Tova's great at them, Tova in Israel, and you can see all what the wonderful things Israel has to offer, um, both on her Facebook and Instagram. But also she does shook experiences, and I know people will be headed to Israel over Sukkot, um, over Rosh Hashanah, over Yom Kippur. And um, a shook experience. I mean, all you need to do is find Tova in Israel on Instagram, Facebook. Just follow her for one day. You'll see what happens over the course of a shook experience and check out those videos. They, they look so fun. And, and I haven't had the chance to do it yet. And I really should, Tova, if you're listening, which I, I know you are. Um, I, I, I feel like I got to go do one. Um, they look so cool. And uh, actually, the other week, I saw one of my friends in it. And I screenshotted it. I was like, oh, look, 
you, you went on one of them. Um, they look so cool. So if you are headed to Israel and, and either you have no idea what I'm talking about or you do know what I'm talking about, reach out to Tova to schedule one. Uh, they look fantastic. I'm sure they are. And you get to experience the Shuk in, in the greatest way possible um, with Tova on a wonderful Shook experience. So reach out to her, TovaInIsrael.com, TovaInIsrael on Facebook, Tova in Israel on Instagram. And again, Tova, we are excited for everything you do for us here on Bite Size with your Tova Talks and look forward to another wonderful season here on Bite Size. Like I said, you've come to expect plenty of music here on Bite Size. So I'm going to kick it right back over and then uh, we will wrap things up later on um, towards the end of the show. So here we are on Bite Size. Thank you all for tuning in right here at the Nachum Seal Network. Can't you see I'm trying to be all that you want of me but it's so cold now it's so dark here what could I If I'm a little light, you're a little light Together we are so very bright A little light here, a little light there See the smiles, it's so very clear Shine a little light, show us the way Lead us to a brighter day Shine a little light Show us the way Lead us to a brighter day Shine a little light Show us the way Lead us to a brighter day Show us the way Lead us to a 
אני עוצר עכשיו לחשוב כמה פעמים אמרתי תודה בחסדך אתה ליווית אותי גם כשהכל היה חשוך ונורא לא התייאשתי וידעתי שיש לי תמיד על מי לסמוך והתפללתי והאמנתי שגם אם אצולות אותי תמשוך אין עוד מלבדו, אין עוד מלבדו אין עוד מלבדו בעולם כולו אין עוד מלבדו, אין עוד מלבדו אין עוד מלבדו בעולם כולו אין עוד מלבדו Sing in arena 
about wrap things up here for our first episode of Season 7 of Bite Size here at the Nachum Single Network. I thank you all for tuning in. Again, like I opened up with, um, A, I apologize for my voice. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it is better the next time you hear me. And B, on that note, I don't know the next time you're going to hear me because next week is is post-Rosh Hashanah. I will be in Boston for the first days where I will be by my uh, sister-in-law's family, which I thank them immensely for opening up their home for me. I get to spend time with my brother, my sister-in-law, their family, and of course my nephew, uh, who's a cute one in what is he one and a half, one in one in point one point six years old, about um, trying to get him to say a few words. So uh, hopefully, 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 um, we could have a good schmooze, me and a little Kiva. Um, but I'm excited for Rosh Hashanah, so yeah, I'll be probably en route back. So I can't promise a new episode next week, and then it's Yom Kippur, and then it's Cholam Oitzukis, and I will be back home in Houston. And then at Simchas Torah, where I will be back in the Heights at Shank Shul. Um, so it's possible that next day will be our next episode, or it's possible the following week. Um, which also, that might be an issue, because we will actually be in Israel as a network. So, um, in other words, I'm glad you're hearing my voice for the first time since the summer. I'm, I'm upset it's this voice, but I'm glad I am back on the airwaves. But I really have no idea the next time I will be back. So... Nonetheless, stay tuned here to the Nachum Siegel Network for all of our wonderful programming. If you don't hear me live, you might hear an encore. You might hear the stream, especially Rahul Amud, because you'll definitely hear some great music. So I hope to hear you uh, stick around 
and I will be back in full force sometime in October, and I am excited for that, and we thank Tova Connect for this week's interview. Um, I know there is no segment that has no name with Miriam L. Wallach to end the show this week, but again, sometime in October, she'll be back, we'll be back, and uh, we'll probably recap wonderful trips over the summer, wonderful trips over the next Ah, I mean, it's going to be a wild, wild season. I'm excited, and I hope everyone is going to stay tuned here. And I know people have over the course of the summer because our numbers have been great, and I'm excited to see what comes about over October, November, and wonderful, wonderful expected season seven. So that'll just about do it. As usual, Avrami's live lunch this Wednesday. Today will be uh, fantastic, and I'm glad that you know I have Nachum that leads me in, and then Avrami kind of takes me out. So uh, you're used to great music from uh, from Nachum, from me, from Avrami. And the truth is we all have different styles, but it appeals to everyone. Um, so Avrami's live lunch coming up in the next few seconds. Avrami, don't worry, I'm leaving. I'm wrapping things up. Avrami's live lunch coming up in the next few seconds for, you know, I'm used to saying for Seth Gordon because that's how I end my uh, sports show. And we've been live with the sports show all, all uh, summer long. But it's just me on the show, so I could just say for myself. Again, thank you all for tuning in. My name is Yoni Pollock. I'd like to wish you all a good day. Have a happy and healthy, sweet new year. And I'd like to wish you all a good, good day. Remind you that the bite size is always, always, always the right size.